Good morning, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. Um, so, you know, I was doing some thinking on, gosh, what should my next topic be? And I really want to, I want to go into the whole concept of not being a perfect mom. Okay, so it's really been on my heart. Like I said, let's talk about not being a perfect mom. Um, I was just kind of thinking about, um, gosh, how we're just constantly in this comparison game and how, I don't know about you, but I can be out and about and I find myself in these situations where I'd be kind of kind of become judgmental a little bit, even though like, I really don't want to be. Sometimes I'm like, oh, look what she has, or wow, she looks really put together and she has three kids or, um, you know, just kind of comparing myself in different areas of life. And it's kind of brought me down. I'm not going to lie. Like it's found me in this, um, emotion of feeling discontent with what I have. So I thought that was kind of important to just like, hey, let's dive into this a little bit deeper and kind of just dig our heels in and like explore this whole thought of us comparing to each other as moms, business owners, wives, um, sisters in Christ. I mean, it's just kind of a, a weird thing that we do, right? So I was thinking about, okay, so where did this where does this whole idea and this whole concept come from? And it really kind of took me back to the temptation back in Genesis with Adam and Eve in the garden. And Adam and Eve were two people in the most perfect setting. They had no worry in the world. Everything was provided for them. God was there to just have their back. And then Satan came along and started feeding them lies about themselves and about God. And they compared their situation to his lies and decided that life in the garden wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. Um, they acted on impulse and broke the only rule God had given them, which was not to eat anything in the garden, right? So despite their perfect existence, Adam and Eve still felt the need for something more, something else, right? Their children carried on this whole comparison game um, when Cain killed Abel out of pure jealousy. And the saga continues story after story in the Bible. We It illustrates that people have always played the comparison game. So fast forward <laughs> uh, to where we are now, thousands of years, and you have to wonder, like, so is it human nature to just compare, to be discontent, to want something different from what we currently have? I think unconsciously we long for our skin to look like the perfect model we might have just seen on the television or the commercial we just watched. Instinctively, we long for um, maybe a bigger, a prettier house with the perfect flower arrangement on the countertop or no toys 
all over your living room floor when you've just cleaned up that room, right? How many times does that happen? I know that happens like daily in our house. Um, So our expectations are fueled by a constant barrage of the idea of being perfect, these perfect scenes and images we see in our media-saturated society today. Um, so it's just kind of an interesting, interesting place to find ourselves in. And not only does this increase our desire for the perfect house, the perfect kids, a perfect uh, better body. Um, maybe you're in an argument with your husband and, and you are wishing for a a better husband. (laughs) I know we've all been there, right? It, but it actually causes us to be discontent with our current house, with our kids and who their true spirit is with our bodies and all of the imperfections that have brought us into this great season of life called motherhood. Um, and really just embracing who our husbands are, right? So what's even worse is that most of the time we don't even realize that's what we are doing. It's a subtle erosion of our dissatisfaction. If we don't recognize it, the discontentment can turn into uh, disappointment. And the disappointment can eventually turn into disillusionment. And then we just find ourselves going down this rabbit hole. And the disillusionment cannot really be resolved because what we're longing for, the perfect house, the perfect job, the perfect husband, just simply doesn't exist. It just doesn't, right? Life is life. Life is hard. It's not pretty a lot of the times. We have goals. We set out to do goals, to attain goals, to do, um, you know, mark things off our bucket list, accomplish things with our children, um, you know, make sure that we're spending good quality time with our husband. But you know what the reality of it is, guys, is perfectionism just simply doesn't exist. Okay. So we may be contaminated with this whole uh, let's call it the perfection infection. But it's not without an antidote. Oh, so here's what I want to do. Over the next six days, I want to go into this whole idea of there's no perfect mom. Okay. And we're going to leave perfectionism behind and we're going to find our freedom in our true self and our true self authenticity. So I hope you hang around with me and come back and check out for more over the next six days. And we can dive deeper into this whole thought of there's no perfect mom. 